months ago, U.S. Special Forces launched an assault, killing Ben Khalid and his terrorist organization. Six heroes who risked their lives to stop Ben Khalid from carrying out his threat to attack this country. We're blown. The whole squad. What? Ben Khalid's people found us. Welcome to 24 Faithful, the unofficial podcast for Fox's show 24. My name is Joshua Rivers, and I am your host. In the last episode, Mark Sievercrop and Bradley Adams joined me to discuss some things about the upcoming 24 Legacy season. We are less than a week from this airing, and we'll be back next week to be able to cover the first two episodes. So make sure to stay tuned and be ready to share your thoughts and reactions as well. In the last episode of the podcast, we also mentioned a new partner, TV Showtime from Whip Clips. It's an awesome app that does several things. First of all, you can find the shows that you are currently watching or even shows that you have already watched. You can mark the episodes and seasons that you have seen. You can then also get involved in some discussions with others that love the show as well. They're starting to integrate certain podcasts into the app as well, and that's where we come in. Be sure to check out the TV Showtime app and join the discussion there. You can go to 24faithful.com slash TV Showtime. Another awesome part of this partnership is that Whip Clips has connections to the TV show networks. As a result, they can get exclusive interviews with the showrunners and the other crew members. Today, we're sharing one such interview. They were able to interview Manny Cotto and Evan Katz. They're both producers and writers for the show, and they share some personal insights about the show's past and future. So without any further ado, here's the interview. So because a 24 Legacy is starting, we're asking you guys what are the top episodes for the past parts of the 24 franchise you think they should watch before they watch 24 Legacy? So best to understand what's happening. Well, you know, in, 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 this is Evan. Mm-hmm. You know, in part, some of the part of our message is you don't need actually to have watched uh, the old show to follow the new show. Mm-hmm. So, Annie, are you there? I'm here. So I don't think we want. I don't think we want to imply that you know one has to follow the other. Mm-hmm. Are there some of your favorites from the old episodes that you like that you think that people should definitely pay attention to? Yeah, I would watch. Um, you know, I just I, I think one of my favorites is um, the uh, the first episode of season four, uh-huh. which is uh, you know uh, you know it basically starts with the you know Jack Bauer being on the outs and having to come in, uh, having to come back at the CPU and. Uh, Kind of, uh, you know, he comes in almost as a stranger. I mean, having been out, having been fired, and having to come back into CTU and see it from afar. So there's an interesting parallel here to the season, the idea that, you know, even Corey Hawkins first he starts off as a soldier and is not a CTU agent. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and, and basically it's, it's, it's feels like an outsider when he first comes uh, into CTU. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if anybody wanted to watch anything, I would watch, uh, you know, the first episode of the, of the series. The pilot. Um, the okay. pilot, the very first pilot, because I think, although you don't really need to have seen it, um, I think the pilot would, would, would uh, having seen the pilot, would give you a great sense of, you know, kind of history of what the show, where the show has been, where the show started, and uh, where it has gone to now. I mean, the original series was a show about, uh, you know, post-9-11, and, uh, you know, the, the struggles therein, 
And this series, in a way, is post-war on terror. Although we're still kind of in a war on terror, but we're not in the same. And it's kind of the it's kind of the aftermath of the wars in Iraq and the wars in Afghanistan, and that's where this series takes uh, its jumping-off point from. So while you don't have to have seen the original to uh, to appreciate this, I think those uh, those are two kind of terrific episodes to uh, to kind of start off. Mm-hmm. And the pilot, I, I, I would also add. I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, because the pilot also sets the tone for how this 24 has a completely different setup, like, by, as far as chronology exactly. yeah, yeah, exactly. goes, so it kind of understands it. Um, I'm sorry, Evan, what were you going to say? Um, I was going to say, anyone who is already familiar with the series, you know, I mean, one of Manny and I's favorite episodes is uh, in season two when... Uh, Jack is about to sacrifice himself and set a nuclear bomb off over the, uh, in a mountain somewhere. And, uh, you know, his former nemesis ends up volunteering himself to do it. It's in the middle. I mean, it's in episode 50 or 60. But, you know, you're only going to watch that if you're familiar with the season to begin with. Uh-huh. One thing I do think would be helpful to you is to watch the, uh, the five-minute, uh, uh, extra DVD clip, uh, DVD on the uh, movie we made for Live Another Day, which features, which which shows Tony Almeida's eventual escape from prison. If there is a prequel to this uh, season, I would say that's a pretty good one, mm-hmm. and it surely qualifies as one, along with the uh, with the VR VR uh, 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 prequel we did. But I think Tony, the, the Tony Almeida, the name has, has escaped me. It has a name, uh, and. Uh, I'm sure you can. You guys can look it up. It's on the DVD. Live another day. Um, and uh, that 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 I would say. If there's anything to watch, just watch that. What about um, like? What are the best examples of that you think were the best examples of how you talk? You talked about politics on the show. The best examples of talking about politics. Mm-hmm. I mean, you totally made um, comments about 9-11 and the Bush administration during the, seri- during the first series. Well, you know, you know what's interesting is that this season touches upon race. Mm-hmm. There's no question about it. And uh, when you watch the original pilot, I think it'll be interesting to see. I mean, actually, the, the original pilot actually touches on, on race as well um, because... Uh, the, uh, the the story is about Bauer preventing the assassination mm-hmm. of uh, a, an African American presidential candidate, and it's stated that this uh, this assassination, beyond just killing what is a good guy, would set off fireworks in the United States because killing the first African American uh, man running for office who had a real chance at the presidency. Which is interesting history because I mean this was this was before Obama this was way before you know any of this was any, any, even anybody considered it and so now this season is uh, addressing you know is is actually uh, addressing racism you know in a different uh, scenario now we've had a black president now you know and now and now we have a soldier who's come back from the war the African American who is our who is our lead and I do think there's interesting contrasts. And the political in that realm of the politics between the original and, and, and the new one. <laughs> what about as far as like the female characters go? Like, was there anything that, like you know, Jean Smart's character or um, any other characters compared to what we're going to see with Miranda Otto? 
No, I would say Cherry Jones. Uh, I always thought that Cherry Jones, as president, uh, you know, at the time everybody joked, we were uh, presaging Hillary Clinton. Um, and uh, I believe one individual, I don't remember who was one of the actors, actually said that we purposely made her look bad so that as to derail Hillary Clinton, which is strange because Cherry Jones is nothing if anything but a, but a hero on the show. But anyway, the point is that that was an interesting, uh, I think she's a fascinating parallel to Miranda. I mean, there, there have been other... There have been other C female CTU uh, heads before, but I, th I think Carrie Jones, um, you know, had a wisdom and an experience and an assuredness that uh, I think you see in Miranda. Um, uh, there was, uh, you know, the other there's a female CTU head in season four whose, whose name has escaped me, but she was kind of very uptight, and you, you almost instantly got the sense that she wasn't very good at her job. Where it's played by uh, Alberta Watson. Right, Alberta Watson. But in this scenario, uh, in this season, you, know, you understand that uh, Miranda is the uh, the good one, the, the one for the job. And uh, in a way, like Cherry Jones, you find out that they're more complicated. As the season goes on, you find out that they're more complicated than you initially thought. Mm -hmm. uh, I would say that, that those are interesting parallels. Um, what about any of like the fight scenes or uh, you know all of the in the interrogation scenes? Or is there something that are there some that you particularly like to highlight? Um, you know, Carter doesn't do. I mean, it, you know, the interesting thing about this season is that uh, as opposed to, to Jack Bauer, Jack Bauer was a CTU agent, and it was his job to interrogate people. Ironically, this season it's it, you know it's really Rebecca's job to interrogate people. And it's Carter's job to um, get those people or, or, or solve the problems in the field because he is a soldier. He is not really put very often, I, don't, I can't think of one instance, maybe it must, must be at least once, but where he is put in a situation like Bauer where he had to interrogate. And it's on purpose because he's not an agent. And he is, if they, this season is about anything, it's about the slow education of a CTU agent. He is a soldier in the field. He is a, uh, he is a, um, you know, he, he is a grunt. And he, he is thrust into this world where you don't know the good guys from the bad guys. And so he doesn't have interrogation skills. He doesn't, uh, never done it before. And he is not a kind of guy, probably, to employ the methods that Bauer would have If he ever was in a situation where he uh, had to, you know, get a, get, get a confession or get information out of someone. Uh, Eric Carter uh, would not, I think, put a bullet in anyone's knee or use uh, torture. It's not he is a soldier, he believes in the he believes in the the uh, you know the, the rules of the battlefield and that there is honor amongst men and uh, I think Bauer you know came was already seasoned Agent and, and, and had already seen, you know, had already morally compromised. That there, that there are, you, know, you have to sometimes make a choice for to, to if you want to achieve good, you sometimes have to do ill, and that's what that, that conflict comes with Rebecca, because Rebecca has been in that place, and in a way, we're seeing it through Rebecca, someone who is more in the Jack Bauer vein, coming to terms with what she has done, and then it, it contrasting it with Corey Hawkins, who is uh, being initiated into this world. Mm -hmm. Evan, is there anything you wanted to add to that? No, I, you know, the other interesting thing is that we're seeing that this 
being in this current modern uh, iteration that that the enhanced interrogation and torture that's a thing that the past historic selection shows it's really kind of found record of saying that's a reason we don't do that anymore and of course you know some of our characters will have to decide if they want to revisit that mm-hmm. um, like over the years because you've both you have such a history with the show I mean are there any things that you're just particularly proud of that you want people to watch because you wrote or you directed something so great That's an evil I'll, I'll answer that. <laughs> well, I actually, my, 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 my proudest uh, moment is a, is a pilot for this. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was, a, you know, it was an idea that I, that I had originally had and was festering with for a while. And it's, it was originally just a nugget. You know, had a similar kind of setup. But then, you know, uh, ultimately, in talking with uh, Evan and Howard and kind of blossomed into this show. So, what I think, what I, what I look at that with pride is that this, uh, that this, uh, that this idea that popped into my head is now an entire a, a series. So that that's really gratifying. That is really great. I'll I'll put a link to the trailer so I make sure everyone sees it. Evan, what about you? You know, I'm very proud of the the pilot as well, and yeah, we've managed to kind of update this both from a, a hero perspective and some of the storylines we're telling in the school that, that um, the idea of, you know, sleeper cells locally that, that, you know, feels very modern, but that when people watch the show, they will know and feel that they're watching 24. You know, it was, that was uh, no small feat. Mm-hmm. Got it. Well, cool. Thank you, guys. Um, those are all the questions that I have, but this has been a real help, and I do have to say that it. I love 24, but I, I cannot watch it before I go to bed because I'm not going to sleep at night. So, <laughs> oh, and I mean that as a compliment. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's on at 8 o'clock this time. There's another hour to dance. Right. Exactly. I'll, be, I'll just consider that. 